Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Arm talk. Hey, hello? Who is this? Hi, yes. Hello. Welcome to Armcast. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> we already talk about our arms. We're talking no about one's gonna our, get our that. boom arms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Look it up on Google hi everybody hello everyone my name is david bell my name is tom ryman and we just watched barbarian barbarian bar barbara ian barbarian 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 is one of those words that ev- when i look at it it's like that's not how it's spelled is it like, right <laughs> it it's seems like a wrong fucking idiot spelled yeah. It. yeah yeah barbarian really <laughs> yeah no, bad word. Bad. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. This is 476 Barbary, right? Yeah, I'm renting this place. No, I booked it a month ago. Are you sure you have the right place? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Why don't you come inside and we'll call these idiots? Oh, my goodness, Tom. This is, uh,. This is a horror movie. It is. It just came out this weekend. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even check to see what else was playing. It was just like, yeah, Barbarian, right? Uh, it's been getting a lot of very good reviews. Yes. Uh, it's being uh, uh, compared to like a malignant or a, a, like where people are like, you won't believe what's happening in this movie. Yes. Um, how did you like Barbarian? Dave, uh, I won't lie to you. Um, I really enjoyed this movie. Same. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't think it's. I don't think it's perfect, but I had a lot of fun watching this movie. It yeah. was. Uh, it was a blast. I would actually say the the comparisons of like it being like a shocking malignant type film. I I I don't know about that because yeah i don't same. know from the trailers i was like yeah there's like some sort of monster right and then the reveal is spoilers there's some sort of monster yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, there is indeed it's a monster. some sort of monster like the metallica documentary some kind of monster exactly it was actually exactly. james hetfield scampering around down there in that dungeon yeah let me out of this dungeon <laughs> <laughs> that would have been see that would have yeah. been a twist uh now this is about a woman who goes to a airbnb in a rundown uh detroit neighborhood dave one one uh, second one second give me food give me light give me tips that i can watch here all right <laughs> all right you good you yeah got it all i think out? i think i got it all out of my system yeah <laughs> yeah and she um uh she she is it's also occupied by another guy who who booked it uh, that's what the trailer says. Mm-hmm. Um, that is uh, almost completely a misdirect uh, because that has nothing yes. to do with the movie. Thematically, it does, but not as much plot-wise. No. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, 
And so uh, Keith, played by uh, one of the one of Bill Skarsgård, Skarsgård. Yep. Uh, and uh, they they have a couple nights. She has a job interview there. They really get along. They hit it off. Mm-hmm. Um, Although he then, is a a tumbling bastion of red flags. Yeah, he's just like really weird. He's weird. Um, he's weird, and he's incredibly he's, pushy. Yeah, he's doing like a Norman Bates. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, at first he's he's a little creepy about it. He's like, you know, he's real I'll pushy. He won't. Tea. He won't take. He he keeps. Um, and this is kind of ties to the theme of the movie. Like he keeps basically. He won't relent until he gets the answer from her that he wants. Right. Uh, and so, uh, this all leads to, as seen in the trailer, um, she goes down to the basement, uh, to look for toilet paper and accidentally finds, oh, she accidentally locks herself in the basement Mm -hmm. and she finds a secret room with a camera and a bed Mm -hmm. and and that's it and a bucket. Right. And it's, it's like, oh, this is a bad place. Yeah. Uh, and, and then she finds an even, like uh, no no she doesn't right away right no, she does um, she, she does goes, see the staircase she finds, yeah okay she does mm-hmm. um and then she goes to um and then bill skarsgård gets back and she's like oh my god there's the, you know there's this horrible secret room down there bill goes to check it out and suddenly disappears and she hears him yelling this is all what you see in the trailer yes and it all leads into him uh basically being like something bit me down here uh i don't know what it is it, we we have to be quiet and this this lady this like this like monstrous this, looking lady this wnba player she is super tall yeah like, this is like the seven foot nude lady who a ghoul. A ghoul. A ghoul. A ghoul. she's clearly been living underground her entire life yeah runs up and she immediately kills bill Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. uh and then we do a hard cut uh, and I think this is where people felt like it was malignant esque, where it like it takes a turn. Yeah, I um, felt it's more like it, I wouldn't even call it a turn. It's just cinema. It's just a cinematic. It's like it's, it's just it's just a storytelling. It's choice. it's psycho. It's this is a familiar. Yeah, this is a familiar not trope, but like storytelling right. decision in thrillers and and horror and suspense, where we will abruptly switch protagonists partway through. Right, and that's what happens, and we switch to Justin Long. Just, who, my God, Dave, <laughs> he is yeah. so fucking good in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, Justin Long playing a profound piece of shit. Just the Just biggest, the biggest Shane Dawson, fucking what? Any of those, uh, the Paul brothers, any of those YouTube ghouls that's like built yeah. their own weird collectives, but are also like really toxic. Like he is every one of those people rolled together and he is playing it so delightfully. <laughs> yeah. This is the point. The point is for him to be terrible. Yeah. You and do not like is, him. Yeah. He's driving down the PCH, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he gets, and he gets a phone call from like his people about a pilot or a TV show. That's not going to go forward. Um, with him attached because there are now allegations against him mm-hmm. uh, of him assaulting a woman and uh, and his it's co-star. going to go it's, public. It's specifically his co-star or uh, actually it's not clear if he's an actor in the pilot. He might just yeah, be like Yeah, I couldn't tell. He so could be a producer. The actress in the pilot has accused him of sexual assault. Yep. And, and everybody drops him. 
point. Everybody drops him. And um it it it's so he's he's running out of money. Uh, and so we learn that he owns the house of the Airbnb and he's going to Detroit to look at his properties because he needs money and he doesn't want to get rid of his, um, expensive house. He wants to see if he can get rid of those houses. It's unclear exactly. They kind he's of, just, they hint at it earlier where Keith Bill Skarsgård mentions that he's part of this artist's collective and that they bought up all these right. houses. So the assumption and the movie doesn't spell this out for you. And it's actually something I appreciate. It doesn't spell a whole lot of things out for you, which I appreciate. Not that things yeah. are, not that things are ambiguous at all. It just doesn't, no, 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 no. it just doesn't need to, it doesn't feel the need to like, over explain it. So it was just you. like, it was just like, okay, yeah, he, he owns the house. So you yeah, know, so, like that made as much sense as it needed yeah, to. So they set up that like, Keith is probably part of the collective that like because Keith Keith says he tells the lady uh, whose name is Tess he tells her uh, I'm not the guy but I'm one of the guys so like the assumption is that Justin Long is the guy like he's the guy that is like the head of this collective and he bought up all this property in Detroit because it's cheap right Uh, so he shows up and um, uh, we learn very quickly that he absolutely uh, raped this woman uh, he he yes. all but he pretty much confesses. To yeah, a he does. He does confess in the bar. He he says it's basically. Yeah, he confesses. He 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 sugarcoats it, but he confesses. But in a way that like it thematically connects to Keith, because the scenario he described is basically pressuring this woman into sex, and so it's like. Whereas Keith is like the nice guy, quote unquote, version of that, but he's still incredibly pushy. Like he didn't give give in until he got his way. Justin Long right. is the same, except he's like the more monstrous, more harmful version of that. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that they're both so pushy. A lot, of, yeah. a lot of this movie is about something that Teth says earlier on, uh, where it's like, imagine if our roles were reversed, like if you had come to the door and I was the one who was in the Airbnb, Airbnb, would you have come in? And Keith is like, yeah, absolutely. And she's like, see, I had like, it was t- a terrifying decision for me to come in. And like, I right. wouldn't have invited you in. <laughs> at all right so she she points yeah. out that like men can just walk into situations that women can't and like keith and justin long both do that with the d- horror dungeon <laughs> they Absolutely. just blunder in there like nothing's gonna happen to yeah them. they don't care yeah yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i mean the movie's called barbarian for a reason I yeah. guess. um and so yeah that that's exactly what happens is justin long this has been like weeks after or we don't know how long after um, it's implied that it's been a, a week or so. I think it's been. Uh, after... uh, I think he, when he gets to his house in Detroit and sees Tess's luggage there and that the key is gone, he calls his property manager, and she says the last people checked in three weeks ago. So it's been about three right. weeks. Yeah, and so he's looking around and he finds the secret room, and to him, he's just like, "Oh, this adds value." He starts measuring the square footage, like he yeah. like his response to finding this obvious like rape dungeon is to go up to Google do do basement do unfinished basements count towards square footage cuz he's trying yeah. to sell his house. And he he's starts just such going a- it's <laughs> the audience lost their shit for him because it was it's, so funny. It's really just funny. Long's a cartoon character. He's a cartoon yeah, he, character. Yeah, he is a cartoon douche. He is he yeah. has no redeeming qualities. You he's just a he's a clownish douchebag. Like, yeah, and he plays it so well. Yeah, he does. So he starts measuring the square footage. 
yep. of this dungeon. In this, in this like, <laughs> this Obvious, fucking sinister ass haunted dungeon. He's just like, dude, like dragging this tape measure. Well, again, it's, it's, I think it's the idea that, yeah, these obvious red flags, it's just d- goes completely over his head mm-hmm. because he doesn't, yeah. Yeah. He's not looking th- at the world through that lens at all mm-hmm. and couldn't be farther from that lens. Yeah. Um, and he like, finds the staircase. When he, when going he finds down the even staircase, further. he like clicks his heels. He's like, "Oh boy, yeah, even like, more space!" Ooh. And it's like that is a portal to hell. Yeah, like what he's so excited about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's so funny. Ah, he's and he such and he goes down there, and sure enough, he runs into the monster. Yes, uh, and he runs away and gets trapped in a in a pit with the lady with Tess. Uh, with Tess, yeah. And she explains, like, you have to be quiet, be calm. Yeah, you can't freak out. Um, we, we also do a flashback here where we flashback to uh, learning the, the origin of this house, the, which the, is that... The house was owned in the 80s by Portman from Doom. Yep. Richard Blake, <laughs> the, break, the moment I saw him, I was like, well, that's the murderer. Well, he's a because serial killer because that's the only thing he ever gets cast to play. Yeah. He just looks like a serial yep. killer. Joe Chill from Batman Begins. <laughs> yep. And it does this cool thing. Like, I really, we're kind of going through the plot, but like, I really it like the filmmaking of this movie. And I think how they handle the flashback was a really cool idea. It's mostly over the shoulder or like it's, it always follows behind Richard Brake. And yeah. it's this fisheye lens. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it, really it, cool. It, it both conveys that it's a flashback and it's also unsettling like it's creepy yeah oh yeah you know immediately what he's up to yeah Yeah, it's this fish eye and the the aspect ratio changes i believe i think so yeah i think it becomes like uh uh what is it how shit four by three or four four three yeah i couldn't remember the ratio yeah and um he uh yeah he's clearly kidnapping women yeah, he goes uh, to the store to clear. buy kidnapping supplies. He spies on this woman. He's impregnating women. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's he, go, a, he pretends to be a gas company and goes in and unlocks And her. unlocks the window, yeah. And the movie doesn't yeah. dwell on it. It just shows you it real quick. And you're like, it, like, that's another... Tying back to what I said earlier about how this movie doesn't over-explain things. Like, that's a perfect detail. It doesn't need to, like, really linger on it because you no. know exactly what that means. Like, he's setting up so he can come back later and abduct her. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's real fucking creepy. Yep. And he goes home and there's he's screaming from his basement. Uh, and then we learn. All right, all right, so then we go back to Tess and Justin Long. And she's like, it, it wants you to be uh, her baby. Mm-hmm. And, it, and this monstrous, uh, this ghoul sticks a bottle <laughs> down mm-hmm. and she suckles from it. And Justin Long doesn't. So it grabs Justin Long and drags him to like this little uh, this little she, like, has, a, she baby has a bedroom room. she has a bedroom yeah uh, with a little it's like cots are in there but she's not using them she has like a little nest of blankets and then this tv that's playing this child care videotape that we see yeah. richard break by in the flashback yeah and she's just like boop 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 and like and like uh petting him and stuff it's, it actually reminded me of being a cat owner is that i feel like this is just the average experience of a cat right a, a, they're a, just like a fun just tidbit. a ghoul a fun tidbit dave but yeah it is it is very kitty cat <laughs> yeah um uh friend of the podcast greg uh smith who was on hypecast a little while ago um, oh yeah he's friends with the actor that plays the monster oh that's awesome yeah 
<laughs> it is a yeah it's a super tall dude in in a lot of uh prosthetics yeah, playing the monster yeah. yeah anyway um, and, that was just a little uh, digression that's cool uh so it starts nursing justin long mm-hmm. um and you know this is and it's, it's a, meant to be gross and and shocking and kind of ties into the way he described his crime right like it is yeah. you know like he's in a situation that this is a form of sexual assault and he's you know oh yeah anyway i just the, yeah, the, yeah. The, it's the the threads are there anyway oh yeah for sure um and then he uh she tess gets away while this is happening yeah she climbs and, out of the pit yeah and there's a homeless man who we saw earlier who we thought was or the movie presents as being threatening but he was clearly trying to warn her yeah uh, he's like running he towards her saying like, don't go in the house and then she runs away from him and that's how she gets trapped in the basement yeah the first time well anyway. he words it differently he says get out of that house yeah and so that's like it, it's like he wants her out of the house and so it's it's like kind of unnerving yeah and so he ex- he explains as much as like yeah she was born down there um she's very inbred uh etc etc we, get, we get as much as we need that and that i would even have argued that you don't even that almost don't feels even like, need to explain right it, like yeah. almost feels like a note because like i don't even think yeah. you need to explain what she is like i figure like yeah, i saw I, this I, with, I figured it out yeah, yeah i saw this with marina and we both understood immediately w- what she was of yeah, what happened he's to making her. he's making babies down there yeah and, and it's, it's like and it's, yeah. it's clear this was just one of his captives that has only ever been in this dungeon yep and uh she tries to call the cops and the cops are hilariously useless if you have uh, ever if you have ever had to call the cops before they are exactly like this yeah exactly they they're just they don't care unhelpful obtuse like yeah she's trying to explain like i have been kidnapped and they're like do you have an aid on you and it's like no why would i i've been kidnapped and interesting the first time she calls the cops when the the uh, homeless guy comes running up to the house they tell her there's no units in the area so cops just never come and that's like my only i've only had to call the police like maybe three times in my life and that's my only experience is either they they show up and they're just obtuse as fuck and completely unhelpful or they do not show up at all and it's right there's that more often than not they do not show up at all. yeah when you're a kid you're told don't call 911 accidentally because the cops will show up no they won't it's like no they won't <laughs> they will they will take any excuse not to show up um and so, yeah, they're, they're really unhelpful, and it's, they basically I just, just leave. The only reason I flagged that so hard is because coming out of the movie, that was, like, the one part of this movie that I could see where, like... Uh, People uh, will feel like it's unrealistic It's unrealistic or, or inauthentic. I'm like, nope, that is... No. That is, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's... All right, well, here's what it is. It's that... It's not that it's unrealistic. It's that there is a chance that a cop would give a shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. where it's like it's a roll of the dice yeah um and so it's like yeah you could get a good cop who listens to you um but that's yes that that's what it is is that what we show what she experiences it's like oh yeah that absolutely could happen mm-hmm. and in fact would happen more mm-hmm. often than not and it has happened in point of fact one of yeah. Jeff- jeffrey dahmer's victims escaped from yes. him and the cops brought him back to dahmer's house they sure did because mm-hmm, he was underage and they didn't believe what he was telling them yep so yeah cops are terrible <laughs> cops are bad anyway yeah and this movie knows it yeah. uh and i appreciate that uh 
and that again it's kind of a theme of the 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 episode or the episode the movie of like yeah her being kind of no one will help her um except for one person and we'll get to that uh and so uh, she um she goes back to um save justin long not knowing what he is that's no, clear. Just, just like she just values human life she doesn't right. know this guy at all right and it, and like you could argue wouldn't change anything if she did but either way it's just there's a there's a man down there who needs help yeah and um, that's it's Im- yeah it becomes important because we see justin long have to make a similar decision and boy <laughs> yes yes so <laughs> So, Justin Long <laughs> finds uh, Richard Brake, who is... Uh, a thousand. Just, just a, thousand a thousand living in his little hidden room. Yeah. Uh, and I had to pee, but I know that he shot himself, right? Oh, he yeah. So, okay, so what happens is Justin Long comes in there and finds Richard Brake, old as shit, completely yeah. bedridden, unable to speak. Um, he clearly... We notice that he has a bell linked up that sort of becomes a red herring because you're waiting for Richard Brake to ring the bell because he starts right Justin Long comes in there finds him he's like oh my god uh you know, let me, let me, I'm gonna help you get out of here and he like gives him some water and he's like don't worry man the cops are on their way there's gonna be a, a hundred cops over or, around this house in, in fucking five minutes don't you worry right. um so Richard Brake starts like pawing at his nightstand and we can see that there's the cord that we have seen links to the bell in the hallway and what we saw is when justin long finds this room the monster won't go in there like she sees that he's standing in front of the door and she backs off like she knows not to go in that room however there is that bell and we see that it's like right by his bed so we know that if he grabs that bell and rings it the monster's gonna come So like as he's pawing towards his nightstand where the bell rope is, you're like thinking that that's what he's going to do. But he actually opens the nightstand and pulls out a revolver uh, because at that point, Justin Long has discovered Richard Brake's library of videotapes of his victims. And the movie doesn't show you the videotapes. It just it shows it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. You you know, and and I appreciated that because it's not necessary. Um, yeah, it's not he, he pops the videotape in and it cuts away and then it cuts back you hear a little bit of the audio and you can see his face reacting to it so you know what he's seeing um, right. and then he you know, and then he turns around and Richard Brake is pointing the gun at him uh, but then he decides to shoot himself instead um, yeah so yeah and Justin Long picks up the gun uh-huh. he goes running he sure down does. the hallway <laughs> meanwhile Tess is running to him and Justin Long well, what does shoots she do? Tess. What does she do first? She drives the car through the oh, house. Oh yeah, in yeah, and hits into uh, the monster. The mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like a, it feels it feels weird calling her the monster. I, th- I think the, the movie credits it's her referred as the to as mother as the mother. The mother, yeah. yeah so it's the mother. But it's the monster. It's too. the monster. It's but both. It, yeah, it's both. It's both. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, no, it's a Frankenstein situation, you know. Frankenstein yes. isn't the monster. Uh, yeah. yeah. And uh so uh yeah, Justin Long accidentally shoots Tess thinking she's uh uh the monster mm-hmm. and uh drags her out and he they meet up with the homeless guy and they and they and they have a moment of rest and we get this like possible redemption for Justin Long. He he approaches he approaches his epiphany, but then he rejects it. Yeah. Where he asks himself, am I, am I a monster for doing a bad thing? Well, he doesn't ask no, himself. Or, he says, he says, I think I might be a bad person or maybe, right, I'm, and then he maybe, says, maybe I'm a good person who did a bad thing or who did exactly. a terrible thing. 
And and he, you they leave it at that, but they yeah. do answer this question shortly. Uh, whether or not yeah. he's a bad yeah. person. He, he rejected that epiphany, so he is a bad person. <laughs> yep. The homeless guy is then like, oh, in all the years, she's never come in here, which you know, like, oh, she's going to come in immediately. And she does. And she rips off the homeless man's arm and beats him with it. Yep. And Justin Long basically just runs for it yeah. and leaves behind the gunshot, the shot woman. Whom he it's, shot. It's, it's, it's movie rules where like she's shot in the side and therefore she's fine, which is, you know, it's movie rules. Um, but she's slower, you know. She's pretty um, incapacitated. Yeah. She is. They do a good job, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. You you wouldn't rules. be moving at all if you had been shot like yeah, that. Yeah. Uh and and so they run up this water tower, and again, just along is just leaving her behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she limps up the water tower and he's like, There's nowhere to go. And then he looks down and he's like, I could make it. Well, uh, what, I need you to distract her. What what happens first is like he's he's such a goon. Like he gets to the top of the water, he's like, "There's nowhere to go," and she like limps up there. She's like, "Your gun." He's like, right. "Oh right, I have a gun," and he and pulls he, the gun out and drops it. And it, they set it up earlier because he does the same thing with this little kitchen knife he took with him down at the dungeon. Right. And um, again, he's a cartoon character, yeah. so he's like, "Whoa!" whoa, whoa <laughs> yeah, <and> drops yeah. <laughs> it. <laughs> And then, so, so yeah, then he tells her, I could get away, uh, but you need a distractor. I'm I'm so sorry. And then he grabs her by the hair and throws her off the water tower. Throws her off to her death. And the mother, being still treating them like babies, because mm-hmm. that's a key thing. These are her babies that ran away. Yes. So the, the idea is the, the monster here is not going to kill them. It just wants to drag them back to her den and nurse them. Yeah. Uh, it sees one of her babies fall off the water tower and the mother jumps and, and cradles her and saves her life by making her land on her, the mother's body. Yes. Instead. And that's, that's a key thing. It's the only person to help this woman is the monster is the monster yeah the, the mother yep the <laughs> mother <laughs> and justin long runs down and he's like oh my god i wasn't thinking i'm so sorry like he's trying he's making excuses again because basically it's just he keeps doing horrible things and then trying to justify yeah. why he's a good person after yeah um and and so she um she's okay she sits up uh and then uh and and he's trying to explain it away and then mother sits up and grabs justin long and just crushes his head in a very satisfying moment yeah, because of course a very hilariously over the top way yeah she basically bowling balls him and then rips yeah. his head in half <laughs> yeah so she bowling balls him for sure mm-hmm. um and then uh and then she's like cooing over tess who has the gun uh, and Tess has the gun to her face, and the, mo- the mother is still cooing. And then she pulls the trigger, and the movie ends. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. Yep. Cut to credits. Yeah, and there's some flashes in the credits of her walking back to... Walking away. The, yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's the film. That's Yeah, that's the film that we just explained. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's fun to explain this film. Yeah. I'd say. Um, about So about the quality of the film. Mm-hmm. I, I would say that the reason this movie works so well, and I actually think this movie could have been very bad. It could I have think been, it's, sure. I think it's all about the the person who made it. The director, who I don't know, 
they made this movie very entertaining because when you go back and you look at this film i would argue about 30 to 40 percent is the film spinning its wheels because this is a short film concept in a feature length like for example we see her job interview yeah. why did we see her job we interview? didn't need to we didn't need yeah, to there's a lot of misdirects and like you said there's uh symbolism behind those mr x but for the most part like that whole stuff with Skarsgård and like him like having nightmares and her coming out and 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 like that whole beginning sequence they could have done that like he could have been justin long you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like they they clearly when writing this they had to like think of some creative ways to stretch it out i would argue um yeah just yeah and that's, but like, that is a critique, but also my point being that the way he directs those scenes is you, d- you don't mind it at all. Like, even once I realized, like we were spinning our wheels a little bit, um, the tension that they create every, every time, cause the, the house kind of unfolds, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, she goes to the basement and then they do, they do all the things that you would do is she opens, she finds the trap door looks in and, and immediately is like not going in there. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they make her wait for a while and she gets bored and she sets up a mirror to shine down the hallway because she's like, fuck it. I'm going to see. And she goes down and she finds that room. And it, again, it's the whole point is to contrast it with again, like Justin long who just doesn't skip a beat and goes down in there. Yeah. Um, but like, it's the, it's the way we slowly like half of the movie and half of the tension is just slowly getting to the monster. It feels like, I, like I when think, does the yeah. monster show up? It feels like the halfway point is when at about 40 minutes, I think is when it kills Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Who ultimately, again, he matters, um, in what you were describing, like what he symbolizes. Yeah. But in terms of the plot, he, he's a, and it's misdirect. not, I think it also, it's not super deep. Like it, it, no, it, it no, does, no. it does have very clear themes that are, uh, executed well and are, are, are um, uh, uh, relevant. Um, but yeah. it doesn't like, it's not like trying to say too much about anything. It's just like, Hey, here's this thing. That's true. Like, right. Um, it, I thought, yeah, it, it, it did a very good job with Justin long. Cause there's a point where you're like, Oh no, are they going to redeem this character? Like, what are we doing here with this character? Like, you better be cool with this guy. Cause you're, you're this, this character is very like, you know, he, he's, uh, he's a troubling uh character to work with and to suddenly make a protagonist but he's not ultimately he's, he's not he's no not. they they put you in a position where you would be like willing to forgive him if he would like you know uh, step up at the end but again he rejects his epiphany he doesn't <laughs> so right he's um, a piece of shit he's a piece of shit and through. so it's like i i like he's, that um, i would say he's three-dimensional yes he's still a cartoon character but he's like that's that's what they're doing is they're ultimately showing like this terrible person and how he justifies himself and how he lives with himself and it's interesting to watch it from that perspective for that reason you Mm -hmm. know yeah it's not trying to humanize or rather it's not trying to make us sympathize with this person it's just showing like yeah how does a person like this exist (laughs) 
<laughs> like, how do they justify what they do? Yeah, and, and the it, way he talks about it and the way he, he is like, oh, I'm so sorry about it. But it clearly isn't changing who he is. No. Uh, and, and he would do it again. Yeah. Like that's, yeah. it's like there, there are three degrees of this dude, basically. Yeah. It's, uh, uh Bill Skarsgård, uh, Justin Long, and then Richard Brake, basically. Yeah. That's so like Pokemon evolution of a, of a fucking monster. Exactly. Um, and they introduce you to them in that order. Right. Yeah. Of like, oh, I'm just a nice guy. I'm a little pushy. I'm a little like, and she's like, she's into him. Like, ultimately... Yeah, he wins her over. Yeah, and then Justin Long, who is yeah the 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 more like the creep that most women would encounter, you know. Mm. And then Richard Brake, which is like the 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 nightmare version. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then of course, yeah, the uh, that's why like Mother is clearly like the threat, but not the villain. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said it uh, felt weird calling character. her the monster. Because it's like, well, yes, but also it's, you know. Right. <laughs> right. And this is all the, yeah, this is all the theme of the movie. You yeah. Know? Um, it's very interesting. Again, it feels like it, it has to do some stretching, but it, I yeah, it, it's what we're describing here, which is that it spends its time, um, like, it's a simple enough message but it does spend its time when it's the stretching it spends on that idea, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but in terms of like efficiency of plot, like it is very meandering again, like that job interview scene, I'm pretty sure there's no reason for it to be there. No, absolutely not. Uh, it it, it, it maybe adds a little bit of tension just because like the woman she interviews with tells her oh you shouldn't be staying in that neighborhood but we already knew that right like we already knew she shouldn't be in that neighborhood the movie the movie very elegantly does this which is that the first night she shows up you can't see anything you see it in the trailer it's just really dark yeah which is which is scary wakes up yeah and then when she wakes up the next day there's the reveal that the the neighborhood is literally abandoned yeah it's there is no none of the houses they're all torn apart they're they're, none of them Um, are inhabitable yeah, yeah, except for like, this one house. Yeah, so it's like which even, I would argue is even creepier as well, but in a different way. Is it? Yeah, a little bit because then you have to wonder, like, well, I guess it does. You do f- find out why, but it's just like, oh, is there something supernatural about this house? Then why is this house the only house taken care of in all of this? Mm-hmm. Um, and we sort of learn that Richard Brake, there's a scene where he talks to his neighbor and the neighbor's like, we're moving out. And he's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. So the implication is that Richard Brake took care of the house and only recently it got sold, you know? Yeah, I think, I think, or I mean, it, it's, it also seems like, you know, Justin Long probably had it remodeled when he bought it. Right. That's true too. Oh yeah. Because they show the inside of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, it's again, they don't, they don't explain it, uh, but you don't need it explained either. No, it's all there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just say I there's just... a lot of elements in this movie that are, I would argue are like big Mr. X yes. or like, are like filler. Um, again, the whole, the whole Bill Skarsgård stuff like they didn't need to spend that much time on it, right? And like the part where he's like talking in his sleep, mm-hmm. again, that doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. That's like that's like a filler jump scare situation. And so like 
Kind of, I, although I, I do, I, I, I will say that this movie doesn't really do jump scares, which is nice. No, that's the thing is like everything I'm describing, the reason I'm saying like, if it was a different director, I think I would hate this mm-hmm. is because that's the sort of cheap ass moment where they would do a jump scare and they don't really do a jump scare. There's, it's all about tension with this director It's like mm-hmm. slowly increasing the tension as opposed to trying to cram in a bunch of like shitty jump scares while nothing's happening. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, so, exactly. Like, even though nothing's happening, I kept feeling more and more on edge because you know, it's, it feels like a slow burn, which mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing wrong with a slow burn. You know, we compared this to psycho. Um, yeah. So like, it's all to say that on paper, I think this movie like the script is fine, but I think the script really could have you could have taken the same script and made a, a shittier a version of this I would have really disliked. Yes, um, yeah. yeah. This this movie of, is really really I won't I won't say saved because like you said the script well, the, is the, the script the, is fine. And the director like, is the writer. Yes. You. It's yeah. so like the the movie really owes a lot to the directing for sure. Yeah, I think so. And I, I assume the well director done. had that in mind. Um, there's all little things like the opening shot. I love the little sound effects they do where she pulls up and there's this. And like, so there's like a, a cacophony of screams and moaning that just disappears as soon as it goes inside her car. Yeah. And you hear that once or twice more, but not. It's very subtle. Um, right. But that. Yeah, I really like and it's it's such a creepy, ominous way to start the movie. Yeah, and there's um, a lot of that, and I, 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 I'm just I appreciate that trend now, and uh-huh. I know it's the trend itself is a cliche, but I much more appreciate a uh, director trying to find ways to make you unnerved than to simply throw a re- loud noise at you, right? To mood, make you jump. Mood goes so much farther than a, a cat jumping out of the closet. Exactly. Like keeping that mood is so so important. And it's um, more impressive when it's done. Yeah, I think it, and I think it's more. It's it requires more, en- more skill. It's more enjoyable. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It's it, it it's more engaging. Like it keeps you more engaged. Right. Because um, jump, jump scares take you out of the movie. Yeah, um, if they're uh, if they're done badly. Yeah. Yeah, and they're almost always done badly. So yeah. yeah. Not everything. I, um, yeah, everything. Not the Exorcist three jump scare, but like most jump scares. Most jump scares. I think I think there has to be a, I think so personally I think what makes a good jump scare is if it's from the perspective actually no I was going to say from the perspective of the protagonist or from the perspective of the character being surprised but that's not always the case that Exorcist 3 one isn't that No um it's hard it's hard to actually pin down what makes a good one I think it's it has to actually be um it shouldn't be a fake one, right? It shouldn't be like a friend tapping someone on the shoulder. Yeah. Uh That's dumb. That's it. like it I said the just cat be it a shouldn't loud be the noise. cat. Yeah. Yeah, it shouldn't just be a loud noise and a cut. Like I, anybody can do that, right? Anybody can just cut away to something scary and do a loud noise. Mhm. Um I don't know. It's a real I know it when I see it type of situation too. Um, but this doesn't really, again, it doesn't have too much in terms of that. It's more about, like, it's more about the audience sort of, like, for the most part, the audience was laughing. Like, once the monster showed up, 
mm-hmm. the audience was mostly laughing. It, it it's not it's not a scary movie. Like it's 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 a lot of tension, and then once you hit the halfway point, that tension breaks when you see what this monster is, and you realize that you're kind of rooting for the monster. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the point, you know. Mm-hmm. It's more fun, I would say. Yeah, this movie. And maybe that's why people compare it to Malignant, because Malignant is definitely not scary either. No. And then once, uh, and it, yeah, like once the penny drops in Malignant, it just becomes just a ride. <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, okay. And this is kind of no different. Yeah. Um, where it's like, you kind of know, like, at, at every, like, people were laughing at every step because I think everybody knew what the deal was. Everybody sort of knew that Tess was going to be fine and Justin Long was going to get what's coming to him. Yeah. And the only time the audience was like, oh, my God, is when he throws her because the movie knows that we know. Right. And Mm -hmm. so they do something shocking in that moment. And you don't real you don't think about it in the second. You're like, oh, fuck, he's they're actually going to kill her. And then the fact that the mother saves her is just like, oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that's so perfect. Mm hmm. Uh, And you don't really think about it or see it coming. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Very, very well constructed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. This is a, a very well-made film. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's, it's really tense. Um, I'm curious about rewatching because it'll, I think it'll be very boring to rewatch. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. Cause again, the first half is a lot of building towards nothing. Um, but the filmmaking is very interesting. So it it, I, it I think really that is. aspect of it will hold up on rewatches yeah yeah that's true um Um, yeah i don't i don't know what else to say no (laughs) it's a a fun movie pretty good movie uh the the writer director was uh one of the members of the whitest kids you know a sketch comedy group oh good good for him yeah i um i didn't know justin long was in this although i saw an interview where he was talking about barbarian and i he's he's in another movie and in my head, I was like, oh, he, I must have mistaken the two movies. Um, and so, like, I tricked myself into being surprised that Justin Long showed up. That was kind of fun. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't think I realized he was in it. I think I remember us spotting a brief shot of him in the trailer when we covered it in a hype cast. But then I, I from, oh. from then to now, I completely forgot he was in it. Yeah. So when he showed up, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I showed up singing in the car. It's yeah. like instantly you they also very. Yeah. Within 30 seconds, you're like, oh, this, this character's a fucking clown. <laughs> this guy is a douche clown. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. So go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, it, uh, you know, obviously it deals with some some concerning issues um sexual Mm -hmm. violence but it never actually shows anything no which doesn't mean it's that doesn't mean it isn't also upsetting no um but like it's it's on theme it's it's, also not it's not exploitative in that way it isn't and it is like tied into the plot in a Mm -hmm. way that's relevant yes it's not just being shocking again this movie it, it, it is it is the script too like i don't want to say the script was bad and the director saved it it's just a lot of the themes and stuff there's a like there's just such an you could have easily made a shitty version of this like a version that wasn't thoughtful that just went for shock value you know mm-hmm. uh there was so many wa- like ways they could have fucked this up and they didn't and that's really i don't know it's pretty cool 
It's pretty good. So check it out. All right, I'm done. <laughs> it's a good film. Uh, All right, uh, we should tell them some stuff, Dave. Uh, Patreon. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah, why'd you uh, go do to that? Patreon. Uh, listen. Patreon. Patreon.com <laughs> slash gamefully unemployed. If you go on there, you get exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder's Maniac, Star Trek, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spiel Boys. Those are all on there for $5 a month. We also watch movies with our patrons every Friday night. That's for a little more. There's a, there's a bunch of things on there, so go check it out. Yeah, check it out. yeah, check that out. We also have a store. Head over to GameFlanEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on T-shirts, uh, stickers, posters, mugs, I think. <laughs> all sorts yep. of things. So check that out. Oh, one last thing. Bill Skarsgård showing up and saying, my name is Keith. I was like, your name is not Keith. Your name is not Keith. His you're name should Skarsgård. His name shouldn't be Bill either. Honestly, like, yeah, you're right. How Bill is his is name weird Bill? Too. <laughs> like, yeah, it's almost <laughs> like a vampire trying to act like a human. Yeah, because like, making up first name they think of. Uh, I'm I don't Bill. believe that. Not for one second. No. no. <laughs> no. Uh, we're on to you, Skarsgårds. Mm-hmm. We know. We've known. Oh, we've known. Yeah. <laughs> 